Welcome back to Made in the 80s, podcast about the 80s by people who were made in the 80s. I'm Shalia, and we have... Tim. Kendon. Happy day, guys. I don't know what day it is right now, but that's okay. The sun's shining, so I'm happy. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Happy, healthy? Happy, healthy, yeah. Good, good, good. All right, so this week's episode, we are talking about one of my favorites, I think one of Kendon's favorites. Yeah. Tim, one of your favorites, maybe? One of my favorites. Yeah. Flight of the Navigator. So, uh, friends, I'm going to put the timestamp in the show notes so you can jump straight to it if you'd like, because first we are going to have some fun. Okay. Um, some fun. Yeah, some, uh, some fun. Mm-hmm. Starting with our 80s trivia. So, Tim, I think... No, it's my oh, turn. Your turn. It's my turn. Kendon, will you roll for me, please? Okay, I got a four. Move me. Move me, move me. What color? Yellow. Yellow. What hip-hop classic by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five warns, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. The message? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. The message. Wait, did I just earn you, you pie? You did. I was how, actually going to... How does this game even work? Well, because I read the question without looking at the answer, and so I could have answered it, but But you, you always look at it. us as if we're going to answer. And you did. So yeah. give me some pie. Well, I mean, you have to give the pie as well. You have it. Ugh. All right. Um, so that is 80s. What what year was that that we say? We didn't. We didn't. It's the 80s. We know that, though. Without taking the, the pie away, of course, did you know the answer? Oh. <laughs> and I was going to say, like, I know that from um, Puff, Puff Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Knowing that it was from something older. But anyway, glad to have, glad to have the points there. Which is interesting. Just as a side... Just for a second. Mm-hmm. That does not seem like it was appropriately used by Puffy. No, this is the apple he wanted to use. <laughs> he just, <laughs> I was like, you really went, fit the uh, song. There was no it. edge to you. Like, the message was really about what he said. Like, right. don't push me up closely. Like, there's some crazy shit happening. And Puffy was like, hey, I'm just going to spin dance and put on something yeah. puffy that yeah. break beat is nice <laughs> don't push me i'm close to the edge yeah <laughs> i might float away i know no, right? he was trying to be a little bit hard he was a little threatening no puff daddy no. was trying to be a little threatening i don't think so at no, all i don't think so okay no that's what he had mace for murder mace okay so that's from the 80s slash 90s What's going on now? What's going on in the twenties? March twenty twenty. News wise? Yeah, news. news. What's the news? You have any news? Yeah, I do do. No, go ahead. Yes. This is kind of amazing news. I mean, I probably won't be partaking, but they officially are having Mario Lego sets that have that will be released later this year. All right. Oh wow. Like, All like right. Mario Mario? Like Mario, Mar- which is actually his name, yes. His last name is also Mario. So his brother is Luigi Mario. <laughs> the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Mario Mario. Yeah. Um, Wait, isn't Mario Mark? Is it basically Marky Mark? No. What are you Mario talking Mario? About? Mark Mark? <laughs> I think it is. So take- <laughs> I think it was the same thing. Yes, honey. <laughs> Go ahead. Can you show me? Um, that Mario is way too... It's like duplex. It's like way too big for that your hand. That is humongous. Yeah, no, That's it's really cool. big. But the, the point is that you're making levels. No. What is your... How are you going to poo-poo on it so quickly? It's too big. It's, it's not, not too a big. real Lego. What are you talking about? The Hulk is, is bigger than this one. Like, they have large uh, figures sometimes. Oh, Okay. Wow. It's cool. It's a Duplo. Let's just... It's let's, not a Duplo. It looks it's like a, Duplo. Okay, it's a thousand percent not a Duplo because if you look at every other piece 
in the thing, it is clearly Legos. So, folks, Google yourself and it's a don't. Duplo. It's a Duplo. It's a Duplo is I'm like the preschool the... version of of Lego. They're just like the big oh, Lego gotcha, pieces. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I'm looking at the pipe or the tur- what do they call it? Do 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 do. It's a pipe. It's a pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not Lego. That's Duplo. Okay, will you stop saying that? I'm sorry. I can't tell. Um, it's exciting. It is exciting, and we're gonna have see, them. Like we're every totally getting piece them. There. We're gonna make some worlds. So it's basically it's got a bunch of new pieces. Yoshi? The the not yet. <gasps> Yoshi eggs. Yes. There's baby Bowser is what I see so far. Anyways, the the reason why it's such a big the the Mario is so big is it's got sensors and like speakers and LEDs. That's so that- doing too much. Legos don't do that. I am against this. I'm sorry, Kendon. No, Legos don't do that. Okay, That's so it has all much. this. So yeah, you 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 only see the Legos I get. You don't see all of like the mechanical Legos they have out there. The the, the, the look on Shalia's face There's is a lot withering. Of There's a lot going on with Lego outside of just the collector that I stuff that I do. He's not. Yeah, there's a Batmobile no, sir, that like you it. can program yeah. an iPad app or a, like an iPhone app. Yeah, like there's. Anyways, this one seems fun because basically there's sensors that you can set up as you create your level. And if he lands on something he's not supposed to, he might say, ouch. Or if he gets a power up, he's going to you know, be positive. Like, do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> Salia, soul cutting. You know, I'll love it once we have it. Oh, we're not getting it. Oh, we're not? No. Oh, okay. I don't believe it's expensive? it. It's just not like what I'm looking to do. Right. It's not within. We're going to have Oh, no, we're going to get it for a kid in our life. We're definitely going to get it for a kid in our life. Okay. Cool. That's exciting news. (laughs) (laughs) Where did did all that sincerity come from? She just like manufactured sincerity out of nowhere. I'm sincere. Always sincere. Tim, what are you up to? What have you been doing? I watched Someone Like You for the first time. That is such a good movie. A movie I had never seen before. Right. I, I was aware of. I had seen clips of it. Now that I realized, I never Hugh actually sat and watched it. Huh? Very early Hugh Jackman. Early Hugh I think Jackman. it was post Swordfish, but maybe not. No, it's eighties. Swordfish was in the two thousands. Wait, someone like you isn't eighties? Is it? No, is it? no, no. It's like no, two thousand. No, oh, you're right. Ashley you're right. Judd. Um, you're right. Greg Kinnear. Two thousand one. Yeah. Uh, it's also it was because I was googling it. It's also an Adele song. <laughs> Forgot it Someone is. Like you. Yeah, it's a good movie. I'm glad. What made you watch it? So me and my friend are doing. Um, so we have some free time. Uh, I gave her five movies to watch. She gave me five movies to watch. And this is one of them. This is one of them. What are the other ones you're gonna watch? These are ones you've never seen before. Never seen Nick and Nora's. Oh. Infinite playlist. Okay. Bridget Jones Diary. Yeah. Prime. And the wedding date. That one's funny. Is is wedding date with uh, Zach Efron? We'll see. That's not Zach. Efron? I haven't looked up anything. Oh, okay. If it's the one with Zach Efron, it was I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, cool. So you liked someone like you? Yeah, right? I thought it was a lot of fun. It was really funny. Yeah, it's a good um, one. We it's were still in high school when this came out. Predictable, but yes, like very fun. But also like yeah, and it's very um true to the time that it came out in oh, like this sure. whole like dear dr so-and-so yeah and, like, calling into the show yeah. and giving, giving love <laughs> advice um and i ashley judd i just 
I kind of adore her. Um, this is one of the movies that She's makes adorable. me really appreciate her. My favorite movie is probably like Double Jeopardy. I'm yeah, that. exactly. And Double Jeopardy was before this one. Yeah. But like she was... Softer. Yeah. I can see her in a rom-com. Mm-hmm. It was, it was good timing for and her. Hugh Jackman was good in a rom-com. Yeah, he was. I remember the like, I'm sure you'll be very happy with your matching Vovos. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah uh, yeah very good movie i'm glad you watched it anything else that you're up to that's been it uh so one thing that i've been you up know, to hold on. that movie was directed by the guy who played the president in scandal oh cool nice that's a weird connection <laughs> that is a weird connection i also think of him as the bad guy in ghost but am i wrong is that a he's in ghost guy? is he in ghost i think is he's he the, the, is he the friend he's the friend he was such a jerk he was such a jerk he really tried to hit on her like right after he died. right after taking the shirt off he was doing the most. Now, that would have been worse if he wasn't responsible for the death. But the fact that he was responsible for the death is it like, all right, still well. shooting his shot at her. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah like, I know oh. your man just got killed, but like, When did up? Ghost come out? 1990? Yeah. Mm, early 90s? It's, I think 1990. We have to do cool. Ghost we'll because do I have not seen the whole Maybe thing. we'll do it in April. That's our uh, our fourth for the month. There you go. Four for she, four. She, she shot so, down my fourth. I didn't shoot it down. It never took off. Yeah. We, it was not approved. It's it was like, not approved. It's for like Nick Fury in Avengers when that plane's trying to take off. He just shoots it. <laughs> shoots it before he gets off the platform. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So what I've been up to is uh, hanging out. So there is a so Tiala, you know, Tiala yeah. and Jato family and also mm-hmm. friends of the podcast uh, live in New York. And there's like a dance party that happens every month that they had been meaning to go to and never got around to it. Um, And so this last, this is coming out later, but when we're recording this last Thursday, they decided to do it virtually. And so I did FaceTime with them for like hour and a half where I think it was probably through Zoom. If you haven't bought in stock in Zoom, you probably should. Like everyone is using Zoom right now. Um, It's like the platform of choice but anyway dance party where basically i just like have a screen of people in their living rooms dancing and it like nice. it was really fun it's nice to like to be music? connected with people yeah yeah no, no no it's like an actual like somebody is Good running playlist. this oh, and wow. nice. and no the uh dj speaking and all of that and everyone's just dancing Air in their living rooms did I hear any air horns? Maybe. I think, I think we had it. Um, and then foam starts falling from the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, like you can, yeah, in your own living room. I don't know. But yeah, so like that was really, really fun. It was like, I haven't ever done dance party with Tiala from New York before. And it was really nice to like, it felt like actual together time. It's weird Which how is it really, really nice. Yeah. And then like uh, today is Sunday and I went to church virtually because my dad has our uh the church is online now so um i got to watch him and my sisters do a church service which is really nice all the way in hawaii weren't they setting up like the new website last time we were there the new website is really good actually i was really impressed with it (laughs) anyway so excited to be able to like attend church um and then in seattle they have a dance church and so it's go dance church dot i don't know if it's dot org or dot com but it's dance church and that was this morning i missed it because we were recording but uh, i'm gonna be doing that maybe for next week's what you've been doing so anyway having some fun getting active and spiritual and all of that yeah so uh that's what i've been up to kenan what have you been doing speaking of spiritual and I family watched, and family i watched the family with the you. family five part of a series on netflix 
yeah. about this, like, uh, have you watched it? No, I haven't. Ooh, have you heard about it? Yes. Okay. It's like this secretive, uh, conservative, evangelical sort of organization that puts on the national prayer breakfast every year. Or is it dinner? The breakfast. 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 Which I think a lot of people have heard of and probably, like myself, never like thought of like, okay, who really is putting this on? But um, the kind of premise behind it is that this is kind of a power broker sort of organization that's just all about getting people who are in power together just to talk about Jesus. The most hilarious thing of which is that the book they give out to people who are interested or people within their organization is not the Bible. Mm. It is just says jesus on the front and it's the four um gospels plus like acts or some like random other so there's like five books gospels and acts yeah and so all they talk about is jesus 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 Jesus, plus nothing jesus plus nothing is like their and and their idea is no god isn't really interested in most people or like you know your everyday person the real he's really just He's really concerned about people who have power. So we're just going to minister to people who have power. Like Jesus did. Like Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, one person was like, it's almost like Jesus is their mascot. Mm-hmm. Like not like their spiritual guidance. There's no leader. real connection spiritually. It's just like, no, like a figure you put out there. You have to do a lot of contortions to take what is has been said about Jesus in, like in the actual scripture. To be like, he doesn't really care about poor people. No. <laughs> he really only cares about the powerful. Anyways. Um, I mean, so sort of. But in fairness, what they're saying is that the powerful are the ones who need to be ministered to. So it's not necessarily the message that they've been talking about. It's more who are they focusing their message on. And their focus of the message is on the powerful. So it's, it's not like he doesn't care about the poor. It's that he focuses his attention on the people with power. But he's, it's basically trickle-down spirituality. Right. Yeah. Like, take care of the rich and yeah. take care of everyone else? Yeah. Yep. Then you've been, you're have been you in power, so therefore you must have been uh, chosen by God. That was a very, very interesting concept, because that, that gets um, hammered home a couple of times. It's like, you're in power, so who am I to judge you? I just need to, I just want to tell you about Jesus. Like, the fact that you have power means that you have been chosen by God, which means that you deserve to have the power and we're just here to make sure that you keep the power or that you use the power for G- to to uh, further Jesus's aims. And that's the and that's the piece of it is like, yeah, we're we're here about Jesus. We just want to talk to you about Jesus. So you can be a Republican or Democrat. You can be from a leader of any country in the world. Uh, our message is Jesus. It's yeah. an interesting concept. Um, what else do you want to say about it? Um. I have a lot of thoughts on it, but I guess one of the main things is towards the end, they make the good point that they show up at all of these different countries. They talk to, to Gaddafi. They talk to like the, the, one of the former uh, military dictators of Nigeria. And, um, there was a lot going on in Romania. Was that the country? Uh-huh. Um, and the person makes the point is like, you're not, they come and they're like, Oh, we just, you know, humble. We want to come and talk to you about Jesus. But the thing is, is that, if you are a senator from the United States, you are you don't turn that off and on. You can't just show up as like a private citizen. You always represent the United States. So when you show up, you're kind of you have the backing of the most powerful empire in history, spreading your 
also spreading the message that you're that you're spreading because yeah. they very much have this like humble demeanor that they try to put outwards it's like we're just here for the conversation or whatever but really you, you you're coming with with a certain power behind what you're saying i think it's interesting because like in law school they talk about networking and how networking is so important and it's and and this isn't like movies since from i can you know remember of like it's not what you know it's who you know and i think that this is kind of a really strong example of that of like people are friends of the family they're um and they know each other they've prayed together and they have this like common tie that allows them to have a a broader network and connections in ways that then cross over into politics so i think that's the piece that i took away from this is it's not just about jesus because they're also influencing politics at the same time um and by ministering to politicians as the people in power it's kind of one and the same like you can't you can't not have politics involved in it when um, that's that's what you're doing, <laughs> and so um, yeah, it's a it's a really interesting. I I there are two books that one of the main people focused on in the documentary. Um, he wrote uh, based on his research of the family, and so one that I think is called the family. Um, it's the Founda- Fellowship Foundation is the like organization name, but the whole idea is it's not about them, it's not about fame, it's not about any particular leader, it's about the message and the connection and like being being part of the family without actually drawing attention to the organization or any any people my, in particular. I'd say my, my one other last thought would be is how, I don't know, scary is a strong word maybe, but for somebody who's not a Christian, for somebody who is a Muslim or... A Hindu or any of these other, the way that this uh, this show really portrays it, we kind of have a state religion, like, which is weird, right? Because and they say like um, the founding fathers, like they point to the founding fathers as if endorsing that, and I'm just like, wait, I'm pretty sure the whole point of the separation of church and state and like all of this was like, we don't want that, like we're not going to have the state enforce religion, and we're not going to have religion running the state. And yet, that's exactly what but this organization is serious, doing. Serious, serious. I don't think there's many people who really care what the founders want. Most people want what they've decided they want, and will use whatever they can from the founders as backup. But Sounds it's like you're like, talking about swaying that elephant. Yep. Tim, have we talked to you about the book The Righteous Mind? No. Okay, so there's a book highly recommend it. It's called The Righteous Mind, and it's about how a lot of folks make their decisions and their logic and all of their um, rationale based on the values that are ingrained in them from the get-go. And Mm -hmm. so, like, you have, like, this elephant that is, like, your heart and your um, motivations, and it's already walking in whatever direction it's pulled to based on, like, your values Mm -hmm. before your mind even catches up to it. And so, like, you might make up some reasons and justifications for whatever your positions are, um, but it's more like a gut instinct of like where you're headed and what you're agreeing with. Um, and so like if you're trying to change minds, you have to you have to speak to the elephant, um, and, and not to the writer, and not to yeah, not to the writer, the mind that's uh, that's following the elephant because the elephant's already on its way where it's headed. Anyway, I highly recommend it. Um, that's what it sounds like you're talking about, Kendon. Basically. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Anything else you guys been up to you want to talk about? 
All right, let's let's go on a flight then. Let's talk about the flight of the navigator. His mind is the key to an adventure on the most fantastic hot rod in the universe. I'm just a kid. You are the navigator. Flight of the navigator. Disney's new adventure fantasy. Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator, 1986. <gasps> 1986. Directed by Randall Kleiser. Starring Pee Wee Herman. Sorry. Ha 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 ha. Paul Rubens. His laugh. As Max. Uh, Joy Kramer as David. Now, David, um, that's the older brother. That's Wayne, right? In Wonder Years. Is it? I think it is. Which is always, like, the weird thing about this is, like, how he's such a jerk in Wonder Years, but he's an actual nice brother and kind of cool. he's in Wonder Years. Is, he, is that not him? I don't know. I'll look it up. Um, Cliff Young is Bill. Veronica Cartwright is Helen. Sarah Jessica Parker. I think this is our first Sarah Jessica Parker, is That's it? Carolyn, yeah. Have we had her? No. I mean, 80s star and goddess, right? Yeah. Amazing. I'm so glad we finally have her in our... In our yeah. collection. Matt Elder is, is 16-year-old Jeff. Well, Elder. And Howard Hasselman. Ginnon, um, do you want to talk about this movie? Yeah, this movie is like um, a slightly kids-friendly version of an X-Files episode. Yeah. Um, so it starts off with um, basically our young hero. What's his name? David. David, um, David is sent to find his brother. His brother has gone to go and um, hang out with uh, some neighborhood kids, and he's sent to bring him home, basically, because um, it's you know getting dark, time to come home. He he goes into the woods and is trying to find his brother, and his brother pops up, scares him, and then when he goes chasing for his brother, he what trips and falls, he trips and falls down like a, a small, small ravine yeah. or a hill or something. And he wakes up and goes back to find his family. And there's a new family living in this house um, who don't recognize him. He's starting to freak out. And long story short, he has been gone for eight years, missing for eight years, mm-hmm. even though to him it was just a second he or just a few minutes, whatever. The it case. was like 2.2 hours. <laughs> 2.2 hours. Yeah. But he, was, he wasn't conscious. Well, he, yeah. Anyway, so... Um, He's been gone. His older brother, who he had this, like, you know, older, younger, or no, yeah. his younger brother, who he had, you know, a typical uh, older, younger brother relationship with, calling each other names and stuff, is now the older brother. So, and that is uh, Matt Adler, who, you're correct, is not the guy from <laughs> Wonder Years. The the brother I was talking about from Wonder Years is Jason Hervey. Gotcha. Sorry, right. friends, for that confusion. Um. So simultaneously, or, or very close to him coming, uh, waking up, um, a really sleek-looking futuristic uh, spacecraft has crashed, kind of into some power lines by uh, was it a refinery? Do you remember what type of? I don't know what it was. It crashed some power lines trying to was it trying to look at something. I thought it just Flowers? dropped off Did Kevin. Flowers. He was looking, looking at daisies. Daisies. He was looking at daisies. Um, <laughs> and so we get NASA as the. Antagonist isn't the right right word, but like they're the 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 large organization that's kind of pushing a lot of the events forward. Um, so David is reunited with his family. Um, then NASA comes and is like, "Hey, you know, can we take you for like forty eight hours to try to communicate? We think you can communicate with this ship we found." Um, Don't even tell them that they're just going to run test on them. 
They want to know why he doesn't remember anything and where he's been and why he hasn't aged. And during the test that the hospital is doing on him, they realize there's a whole lot in his subconscious, like in his brain. He's able to communicate with the computers and download a lot more. In binary directly to the Mm -hmm. computer. And what he's describing is the spaceship that NASA has and are like, wait, how does this kid know about that? So that's the tie. And so they're like wanting to learn from him and also hoping that part of that will explain where he's been. Mm Mm-hmm. Conveniently, this all happens in Fort Lauderdale, so it's all a nice, right. nice close to NASA. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, he basically he escapes from his from his. In- they take him to NASA. They take him up to Cape Canaveral, where the NASA facility is. Before he escapes, he has this really cool room with a whole bunch of toys and junk food and TV. No phone. No phone. And a big old mirror, <laughs> but he has a privacy screen, so he can put cover it. Um, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker comes in with Ralph, and like is his first girl that he's ever talked to because he doesn't know how to talk to girls yet. And she's really cool with pink hair. Watch it. Uh, was it Twisted Sister? She went to go see. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Who is she? Yeah. yeah. Um. So it makes a friend basically, and then yes, continue. He escapes. You want me to keep going? So Ralph comes by and says, get in, um, because the spaceship is talking, is sent uh, Ralph and is talking to him subconsciously or not subconsciously. What's that word? No one else can hear it, just him. Telepathically? Yeah, telepathically. Um, and so Kevin gets in. I keep calling him Kevin because I think of him as Kevin Arnold. Um, <laughs> what's the kid's name? From David? Flight of the... David? Name, yeah. So David gets into the Ralph and they... I'm sorry. Yeah, David. David. David Freeman. So David gets into the Ralph and then they go all over Cape Canaveral, like this uh, this uh, base of NASA. And they're like Doing on the road. Tricks like tricks and... The, yeah. yeah, like everybody's like watching this Ralph unit. Like, oh, here's lunch. And yeah. like, he's just like a kid in it. Anyway. Brings kind it of to, like they... Uh, the chest that um, oh yeah from Mark, last week Mark uh, oh. Kendall was in last week yeah yeah kind of yeah it's just the like right size perfect size for him um, takes him all the way to where the spaceship is and then it turns out because they haven't been able to open the spaceship um, and when he gets in the spaceship opens yeah. the store for him steps which is just down. like mercury basically yeah. like steps come down he, he can enter yeah. and he's the navigator so you guys that was a that that effect was yeah. like a how do I say state of the art, like a new technique that that was used in this movie. It, it looked really deal. good. It looked yeah. really yeah. good. Um, so and, he learns a bit about his relationship with the ship. Yep. And the ship. So it turns out um, ship is a drone. The ship. When it, <laughs> no, it is basically the, the look on your face. You distrust drone, drones like to your core. It's a drone. Like, oh, he was like, I just realized it's a drone. I mean, I don't know. It's like so. It says it's a drone. He's a drone for whatever race. What is that? I'm not Phylon, saying you're wrong. Phylon, I'm saying that yeah. looking at you as you said it, that realization. You know how you feel. So, so there's other aliens that are yeah. that out there we haven't seen. Yet. So this ship is like goes and picks up life from other planets, takes mm-hmm. it back to Phylon so they can kind of study and get to know, and then returns them back to whatever time it took them from. Right. Um, unfortunately, human body is so fragile that it was afraid to take him back to his time, and so just put, took him back to where, um, in terms of light years, where it was when they came back to Earth, and that's eight years later. So, unfortunately, while looking at the daisies and 
running into these power lines, it also wiped out the navigation system. system. But luckily the kid knows it all because it's been connected to this ship for eight years. And so it's using the kid's mind as the maps, basically. Right. Is, it's is the GPS. Spark plug? That pretty much. A little yeah, battery? Yeah, yeah. It blew a fuse, and we're like, we need you real quick. Here you go. That's it. And it, it just needs to download it. Once it's got it, then it, it, it can it drop didn't really off. need him anymore. Yeah, and it does, right? It just, yeah. it's like, it downloaded the maps. It's kind of like, you know, GPS, like it gets outdated, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait. This there's a road here now, yeah. or like mm. different things. Oh, I'm like, that, there's here. a reason uh. you need to like update the maps. Um, so we got the maps from the kid's brain and can drop him off and go about its business delivering back all of these other creatures. One creature, um, that it has the isn't able to go home because its planet got destroyed. It was kind of interesting because it's like, well, but if you go back in time to when you took it, its planet wasn't destroyed, so why don't you do it that? It's gonna be destroyed the next week. But it was like, I think, think that's of, uh, the idea. The, the Hitchhiker's Guide? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, so your your planet is scheduled to be destroyed for a massive superhighway in like two minutes. Yeah. Thanks for all the fish. That's <laughs> my favorite. The, <laughs> the dolphins leaving, like, thanks for the fish. Um, yeah. So I guess it decides not to take it back because it's certain doom for it if it did. And so, and it's, of all of the creatures on there, it's not dangerous. So it becomes the kid's friend and gets to go home with the kid. Anyway, so... That's the plan. But the kid wants to go home. Kid wants to get home to his parents and his brother Mm -hmm. and like get home. So like that's the deal that they make. And they end up going the long way around the world uh, to get home. So that's the flight that we get to see is like him traveling the Mm -hmm. world and seeing all these places. Um, They go underwater. They do a bunch of stuff. mm -hmm. Um, first he says go 20 miles away and they go straight Straight up up. and he (laughs) thinks that's ridiculous and so then they come back down and go 20 miles away for a a cow pasture so he can go to the bathroom Um, anyway so they're getting close to home he realizes he doesn't know his home anymore because they live in a new house so his brother says that he will set off his well he'll give him a sign so he can find it and the sign is fireworks and so they find it he says at one point what did he say? If I have to burn I'll down burn the down the house if I have to to give yeah. you a And I was like, that's very yeah, counterproductive. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Well, yeah. So get there and it's not a secret that he's coming. There's the press and someone brought an EMS um, and NASA's there. And anyway, so he gets, he's like, gets home and is like, this isn't my home. And so he decides to go back with the spaceship and um, they're going to try to put him back in his own time. Uh, see how it works and then they do and it does Mm -hmm. and he makes it home in time to do fireworks in 1978 with his family and that's the end um can can i talk about how this movie doesn't make any sense please do in terms of a plot so please don't i remember this movie i love this movie this movie there's no story to this movie the movie is we were too afraid to take you Back to your own time, but we're going to do it anyway. And look, turns out it's fine. Like, half of the movie is setting this up. There's a very, very small part of the movie where they're actually in the ship doing the cool stuff. Yeah. And half then, the movie is set up. Yeah. You know, Why? This, you know what I said at the beginning? First I of all, this is one of my very, very favorites. And I loved it watching it the second time. Yeah. But it does come across as like maybe a two-part episode of The X-Files. Yep. Like there's exactly. a ton of setup. So it's not setup. very kiddy in a lot of it's kid friendly. It's not like something that's too scary or, or mean or anything like that. But it's got a lot of like, we don't know what happened to you. Mm. Like 
and they don't they're not just giving you the answers up front uh-huh. or all of the, the 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 fun of like basically so this was probably one of the most like i probably impactful movies i watched when i was a kid because i just remember just loving like the shape of the ship and all of that other stuff and it it reminds it makes me think of something like um the never-ending story where like he's up on falco at some point and that point doesn't come until well into the movie in this movie where he's flying around having fun with essentially the magical ship or whatever but i think i had forgotten how much of the movie up to then is just build up and how about this maybe that is the flight so, the flight of the navigator, <laughs> it's only two hours or four hours that he goes to Phylon and comes back and doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. And then we see a little bit of time where he's flying around consciously in the spaceship. But the most of the movie is the journey of showing up in this like weird eight years from now time frame. And that's part of his journey, too. It's mm. part of his journey, not his flight. <clears> hmm. <throat> hmm. Okay, you know there. what I was also getting some of was, um, we might call this influences or whatever, was um, Endgame. Like, oh, the time travel, like taking the stones back? No, no. People who were who were snapped out of existence and, dropped and then back. snapped back After or came blip. back <laughs> like years later. Yeah. Yeah, that was Spider-Man Far From Home, right? They dealt with some of that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 because they had, like, there were some kids who were still in high school. They should be, like, seniors, but they're still freshmen or something yeah. like yeah. that. That was um, fun. Yeah, and the new, st- the new the, what do you call it? The the kids had their news program at yeah. the beginning. And that was, what, that was four fun. years between them? Five Maybe years. two. Five? five? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? And five this years one was later. eight? Okay. Yeah, yeah so it was that. Um, and then, of course, just the whole concept of, of losing time mm-hmm. when you um, from alien abductions and stuff like that. Yeah, and and the other funny thing is they multiple times try to to kind of uh, trick you into thinking you're about to see a UFO or something like that. First time it's the Goodyear Goodyear blimp, right? Yeah. Yes. No. No. First it's frisbees. It starts. Yeah. Frisbees. yeah it starts with frisbees because it's a silver looking like frisbee, and then the Goodyear blimp, and then they do it once or twice. Other, but um, I was just yeah, I saw this as an X Files episode, and I, I think loved you're it. Right. Yeah. It was really fun, the like NASA hat that he wears around. Yeah. We meant to wear our SpaceX hats today. Uh, I just realized we're not right. having them. And I got that Nerf ball. So that's the other part. So Kendon had a Nerf toy, Nerf ball, football? Yep, the uh, spiral ones. Yeah, you and I thought about, it looked Tim. just like the ship. No, I never had those. Um, Maybe you were a little past. But like, you the know one that I brought like? downstairs is similar, right? Yeah, yeah I've yeah, seen yeah. them. I've, yeah, I never I, played them. Th- that looked very, very much like the ship to me. The little, it's the little ridges in it. Yeah, yeah. with the spiraled yeah. ridges. So I used to fly that around like it was like it was a ship. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it's a fun one. And I forgot, so like cool it, trans- it transforms too. because it's kind of snub lo- snub nosed. It turns like a bullet. And then it, sh- yeah, yeah, it like stretches out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it takes off. So like, why are those people blown away when it would take off like that? Technology. If it's not using, if it's not using some sort of jet engine or something like mm-hmm. that, that if impacts air. And in fact, they talk about that. Remember? Except for the he's, but doesn't doesn't he blow up like a? Isn't there like a little shed near everybody that? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that just ruins the explanation. It's like a porta potty or something gets knocked. Yeah, over. it's like. But everybody else is fine. Just how fast it's going? <laughs> That's a good point. All right, how do you guys want to talk about this movie? We we did the plot really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I there's a lot to say about it in terms of just. Would you let your kid go to it. NASA for two for Fuck however no. long? Yeah. I'll without, go with you. Without yeah, without being there. No. Yeah, I'll go with you. 
And you, you're you, saying you, yes, you would. You would yeah. without you being there because you know I'd what? be with it. Sure. <laughs> there, your kids there's that. Anywhere. <laughs> but if the government is asking for permission, then they're probably fine. Because again, coming from the X Files, it's like if they're really going to do something, they, they, they just, just gra- come and take your kid. They just grab your kid. They just come and take your kid. Hi, <laughs> kids. They pretend it's a. They pretend it's a. Uh, what do you call it? An abduction. Like I think that's. Wasn't that what happened to Mulder's sister? He thought yeah. she was abducted by aliens. aliens. Was the government? The government took her for like twenty years. I would say I'm still going. Like kids are scared by themselves. Yeah. Like you can. Because he's you really scared at the beginning when he's in yeah. the house and he's like, "I just want my mom." Oh my god. Okay. I if really that wasn't like, a little I, white kid, what would happen? Like they're like, "What's wrong, son?" <laughs> shot that little black and he's kid. just like crying on the stairs. He runs in the house. Like he runs under, in the yeah, house. Right past What's her. going on? Where's runs in the guys. The dad's in there. Like no, I live here. What's wrong, yeah. son? Boy, What's if you don't get off on? my porch, like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And it's Florida, too. It's Florida. In fact, he even yells it. Yeah. He yells it in the woods when he's uh, going to pick up his brother. He's like, I've got a gun. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has a gun. Everybody has a gun in Florida. Got to watch out for those gators. Um. Meanwhile, that little brother was a big jerk. I couldn't stand him. Really? You think so? Yes. Yes, I because do. Because he's like four years younger. He was like an eight-year-old. And then the dad's... So, but I know an eight-year-old who's not like that. Um, the dad is like, but it's a phase and he'll be better, which I appreciate it. I really like... girl. I really like how the relationship with the dad... Um, he was just like, let's talk about this, son. Um, but I did think it was weird. Like, okay, so the beginning, they talk about he has a crush on this girl named Jennifer. And then they have a scene where... He's looking at her with the friends on the boats from his room. And um, I couldn't quite understand why that was even in this movie. Because it's not like we meet her again or that she's any part of it. But I thought maybe it's like to establish how young he is. And like... I think it was some good character. And, and yeah, the character idea... Development you know what? For him? I'm going to bring up Endgame yeah. again. Because this is like his his cap his cap moment of being able to go back... And experience life as it should have been. Mm-hmm. So maybe now he's been through all of that. He'll remember that and he'll go and talk to her. Yeah. I mean, he has Sarah Jessica Parker as an example, like a friend. That's the other thing. Is when it, I had forgotten. I was like, wait a second. Is she the girl? <laughs> like for, for for a legit second there, I was like, oh, is this one of those things where like the girl that he had a crush on is an adult now? Mm-hmm. But no, that wasn't. No, because she would have been what? Oh, he would have been 20. Would have yeah. been the same age. Same yeah, crazy. I also really liked that um, the parents were still together all of those years later. Like, one of the things I hear a lot about is when a child dies, even if there are siblings, like, it's really hard for the marriage it to last. Um, and often they they split up. And so I thought that was interesting that, like, now the mom never believed that he had actually died, but they did have a funeral for him. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, eight rough, years though. later, they do look rough. They look like they've been through it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they are still together, which was, uh, it felt good. I, I was really curious, found like them. what you said is 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 true and all, um, but I wonder if you were to break that down into subcategories. Like they have one younger child, what is the percentage that they stay together? They have an older child, what's the percentage? Because right. having that younger son probably maybe helped. was yeah, probably helped. I'm just curious them, if it's keep a, them yeah. together. I I don't know because you have another. If he'd, if he'd have been an older kid, maybe. Yeah, but a younger ch- who he clearly still needs needs very, both of them. Yeah, that might have helped. 
Yeah. Um, I also thought it was interesting. So I'm not it, not judging. So don't don't. Uh oh. Uh oh. Time to judge. <laughs> Judgment. I no. It's not judging. Fingers. It's not judging <laughs> at all on this line. Um, I just am curious. I don't, have kids. <laughs> I don't have what kids. I don't have kids. I know, right? Um, I don't have kids, and I don't have. Oh, kids I know. What she's age. about to say, and the answer is yes. So, the mom sends this twelve-year-old. Yeah. To a mile and a half away at dawn, uh, dusk. It's dark outside. It's getting dark. It's Florida. You're going to go through the woods. There's gators. There's predators, a.k.a. pedophiles out there. She sends him to go get the little brother. Now, I understand that you don't want the little brother walking home alone. What I don't understand is why she she's not cooking tonight. They've already established that they're picking up burgers and going to eat them on the boat when they set off the fireworks. I don't know why she or the dad aren't in a car going and picking up the it's, little brother. It's 4th of July, right? It's 4th of July. They imagine there's a bunch of people out probably. Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah. So today, do you think they send... Now, like... It depends on the community. A mile and a half away. Depends on the send community. Send a kid a to go pick up his brother. Far. It depends on the community. So we did it in the 90s. My parents would have sent me a mile or whatever to pick up my sister. Um, when I was 12, probably. Yeah. Depends, on, then, depends on where you live. Depending on where you live. Are. And this is not the 80s. This is 1978. Yeah. So, so Before much of this, the Georgia child murders. Yeah. yeah. Before the do you know where your kids yeah. are. That, there's yep. a documentary about that coming on HBO. Oof. Beginning yep. of the month. Yeah, I saw that they're yeah. advertising that. Um, so but now to, so that's the, so again like I said I'm not judging right. I'm not judging that she did that because I get that she did that my question is now would people do, do parents it, do I would. that it depends on the community you're in I honestly think it becomes it's I mean it's obviously your life experience as a parent right if you've had something traumatic happen or you grew up in a situation where you didn't do that you probably let your kids do it and depending on the community that you're in like where my sister lives, there's not a lot of people or there's people around, but it's a nice little suburb. I can see her sitting my nephew a mile with his friend. So it's see, tw- I, okay, one with a friend. Yeah. Always with at least one yeah. buddy. That's just that's my own, one thing. That's what I trust honestly. I just, just my own self. Where like, you I don't think I send recall? my kids somewhere I can't see. Like were you visual, here yet? No, I was in Sacramento. See. In Sacramento. I don't think I don't think you I said And again, you're looking mostly, at it was 90s. gang violence was the concern. Not like I think I keep my else. eyes on him. I like, don't I'm think I about, I, I, I that that I, I yeah I'm not a parent yet, so I'm not I don't have that that little switch in my brain has completely changed. But like even a mile from where we are right now, yeah, I would let my kid go a mile from here to to find their. But the, I think the the I think the thing is, what do they know are the dangers, mm-hmm. right? The gators thing you've brought up multiple times. They grew up around gators. We grew up just just cougars or something not too far from here maybe black bears or whatever the case is like these are environmental hazards that have always existed in that environment yeah. so and the kid it knows not, it may not be a concern where they're at yeah and the kid knows I'm don't walk too close to this water right so now you're, now we're talking about the time period and we're also talking about like how do you discuss to your kids who to trust who not to trust like i feel sort of more comfortable right here than even where I, where i grew up because as soon as you walk out of our neighborhood there's a there's um what do you call it there's commercial stuff. There's stores, grocery stores. There's uh, restaurants. Restaurants. There's people walking all over. So the thing is, is do you know who not to talk to and who and who to trust and what uh-huh. and those sort of those, that is the thing that you'd have to judge with the child by age twelve. But outside of that, I don't think it's. I wouldn't find them particularly dangerous to 
to walk or to go that. Well, there's not a bike too. What was he on a bike? No, he no. was walking. No, he was walking. I would, okay. I would. But he did have a dog, him. a protective dog. Okay, so who he, left him? <laughs> who left I him? <laughs> I was like, wait. Okay, so that, that that gets to this other question I have. So. The dog is standing on the edge of this ravine barking, like can sense the spaceship. I think a spaceship was there. So when he falls, does he fall like into, like he doesn't actually fall on the ground. He falls into the spaceship and then goes on his journey and then wakes up on the ground or he falls to the ground and then the spaceship picks him up. I think it picks him up. I I think think he walked, he must have walked onto the ship. Yeah. He falls onto the ship. And so like this, like him on the ground and then crawling back up and out is after the spaceship has dropped him off. Yeah. I think he climbed into the ship. Yeah, I think he well falls into the ship. Wait, what do you mean? Does it literally show him fall? Yeah, physically fall into, into the, the ravine, and he grabs yeah. the. He, it shows him fall into the ravine, and he grabs like a branch or something to try to break his fall, and then he falls in, and then it, he lands on the ground. So he ha- so he had to have chosen to get into the ship. Oh, you think so? I think so. I thought maybe the ship caught him, and so he doesn't, and it then like delivers like too much him on the man- ground. Maneuvering. I, I think for some, I think somehow he chose to go in the ship, or and then just lost his memory. I, yeah, yeah. I almost want to say There's coerced, about it. or I don't know if coerced is the right word for it. I mean, I would have gotten in that ship. Yeah, this is like one of those. It's a, a lot friendly of ships looking I UFO. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of ships I wouldn't get into. This one I would have gotten into. Well, here's also so it's interesting. I kind of ruined a little something for Shalia. I'm sorry, knowing that the voice for the uh, for the ship was done. Was it Nax? I Max. don't know the name. Max. Max. Mm-hmm. Um, was Pee Wee Herman, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be." Interesting. But then the voice didn't sound like him at all. Yeah, for like a long time. So I finally was like, "Oh, Shalia, you're never gonna guess based off of how." But it changed its personality partway through, and apparently it had done that because it'd been hanging out with him. Yeah. But I'm just curious, like, did that little thing pop out? His little head pop out and say, "Hey, you want to go on a ride, kid? Hey, like, like." <laughs> I'll take you home. Oh, well, that's getting darker. Yeah, but, but I think it was fun. What did you guys think about the animals? The other creatures. The one with the cold was super gross. And there's the really one like that was a big eyeball. And it Jim would say, I, 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 I. They seem kind of Jim Henson. It did. The also, I wonder if he had anything to do with that. And also Pee-wee's Playhouse. Like it had, it was yes. similar to what you would see there too. I liked it. I thought that the um, navigator seat was really funny. He was like bouncing around. And they gave him like extra support, and then he's like, "Here, sit here." And then the chair lowers down into the ground, and he's literally sitting on the ground. That was pretty funny. Anyway, all right, was this movie influential? Yes. I mean, it was in terms to of me. like imprinting in my mind, right? But like, I don't know if it carried through. I mean, it probably did. This whole like communicating with computers piece, I think, is something um, definitely contributed to X Files. I agree with you. It felt like. An X Files movie, mm-hmm. um, better than one of the ones we've got. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, all right. Well, what are your favorite? Ooh, games? Should they remake this? Because yes. of course, when you Google, it says one of the ones is remake. Yeah, they should remake it for sure. Um, what's your favorite thing about this movie? Mm, all the stuff on the spaceship. Once he gets on the spaceship, it's fun. Yeah, that's fun. It kind of reminds me. Have you been on like the? Um, Soaring over California, uh, the, or the Washington one, the Washington Moves one, over Washington. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's what it reminds me yeah. of a little. Bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like flying oh, through the, through yeah. the mountains. Uh, Kenan, what's your favorite thing? I love the whole thing. The whole thing is your favorite yeah. thing. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking up. It says "Flight of the Navigator" remake to be produced by Jim's Henson Company. Good, mm, makes sense. All right. But Anything else you want to say major- about your favorite things? 
Because the I, whole movie, I'm like, ready I've been, to do my favorite thing. So it's your turn. It's the ship, clearly. The ship, the inside of the ship is cool too. Um, I like the way he flies the ship with the two, like the hands on the two. Surfaces. The navigation is pretty cool, and he yeah. explains it. He's like, yeah. "It's not hard. I do this, and I do that." Yep, it's super fast. I, I, I like. Oh, I really like that part where. What did he say? We he's like something like uh, Las Vegas or something. Oh, we're in Miami, and and Shalia was like, "No, that's Tokyo." (laughs) And then the kid goes, "No, that's Tokyo." (laughs) (laughs) I was as smart as the movie. Also, um, I I feel like you have to go through some significant background check or something to work at NASA, and I feel like they didn't vet Sarah Jessica Parker very strongly because she seemed willing to just break all types of laws. Question Sarah Jessica Parker's national security. I'm going to set up for her. She went through the background check. She had nothing bad on her background because she's a 20 year old. She said, Yeah, I can keep a secret. And then turns out, yeah, she did it. But she was also persuaded by the kid. Mm-hmm. And so I. She was persuaded by the kid. And she didn't, she didn't go tell the news or tell her friends on gossip. She went to his parents and said, You know, here's what's going on. So. After she snuck him out. No, she didn't sneak him out. She did not sneak him out. She so that's didn't. what I was I was wondering if you wondered. But so it, the didn't. alien was talking to him and saying, get into the Ralph. The alien the, the, ship sent Ralph. She did not do she that. Had nothing she was to a do witness. No, she was a witness. Oh. She just saw it and then went and told his parents. So now I'm glad I said something. I'm glad you said something too. Okay, so my favorite thing is a sibling bond. Oh These siblings have been apart for eight years and they weren't even getting along when they parted and how great when he shows up jeff shows up at eight years later as this like grown-up kid and it's just like i was looking for you i had to put up posters i felt so bad that i scared you in the Mm. woods like that responsibility as a sibling like you have more contact than anybody else which means yes you have a bond and like a um love and strength in terms of like good times but you also have so much opportunity to harm that other person like in each of those interactions and like this is an example of like he jumped out and scared him made fun of him and ran away and you never know like that might be the last time that you interact with him and i think how um how important and like what responsibility we carry as siblings mm-hmm. um in that in that way and how great it was that like yes he missed his mom and his dad and he had those um relationships with them but like the brother was there and he's just like you do you believe me and he's like yes i believe you yeah and like of uh, like it's true when i call home and i'm like i need this this and this it's one of my sisters it's one of my siblings that i'm going to be talking to to be like i need you to do this thing to like help me find home it's not going to be my parent <laughs> unfortunately oh kendon this isn't the home I'm talking about. I love you. If, if I need to find this wait, home, wait, Shalia, I will. Shalia, if I need to find Shalia, what is, South End, what, I will call you, honey. What is what is my contact name on your phone? <laughs> Does it say Kendon? No, it's Does it say home. husband? You are home. <laughs> I call home. Okay. But I'm mean, just saying, like, oh, there was a joke about so important. There was a really good joke there, though, when they stop at that uh, gas station in the middle That's of nowhere. Right, there is. And the guy who wor- he worked there, he's just... He just said he wanted to phone home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Change so he could call home, which I thought was funny because he gave him call. He gave him money, and then he went and he made a collect call. And I'm yeah. like, uh, did you just swindle that guy for some change? Yeah, and he totally did. He made a collect call, <laughs> talked to his brother, and then used that money for some Nestle Crunch. Fair <laughs> so enough. funny. Anyway, 
All right. So sibling bond, my favorite thing. It makes me feel all warm and happy inside. So I feel like this, as far as influences are in the same realm, is any of these movies where somebody goes out and has their magical adventure and comes back to the same point in time? Because now I'm thinking of, um, what do you call it? Labyrinth is kind of like this. Um, yeah. You guys think of some other. Alice in Wonderland? Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. But just the the idea that they that he had all of this experience, time actually passed, but he gets to go back to essentially the moment where it all started. And hug his brother and his parents, and then he has a mm-hmm. little pet in his backpack that him and his brother get to know about and nobody else does, and it's so exciting. And I really hope that it doesn't kill all of the biodiversity on Earth because it has some kind of parasite. What if it eats people? It doesn't. We uh, know it doesn't. Max says it's not. It doesn't. Oh. Right. Just bump on the table. I know. I'm I so mean, excited because I love it. It made me think about that guy and it's so cute. All right. Anything else you need to say about this movie? I think that's it. It was okay. great. It's a fun one. It is a fun one. It's, it's a such fun a good one. one. I'm glad we did it. I me forgot too. how much fun this was. Much better than uh, <gasps> The Decline of Western Civilization. Oh my gosh. I watched that whole movie, you guys. You did. So you should say that's what you've been up to. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but you said it got better. Friends. It gets a little better, but I know Shalia would not have gotten Friends, through it. It gets very homophobic at the end. We were going to watch maybe uncomfortable. The Decline of Western Civilization. Yeah. But it's we decided instead we were going to do this 80s. one. You're welcome. Okay. But you know what? If you really want us to do an episode on that, send us an email and no. maybe we will. You're not going to you're not going to even <laughs> get through it. I got through a couple minutes and was like I don't want to do this. You're not gonna, you didn't you didn't get to the worst part. Veto. So Shalia? Yeah. People also search for if you search for Flight of the Navigator. People also search Cocoon. No, but I haven't seen that. We should do it. Um, Back to the Future, Zathura, Wrinkle in Time, and Earth to Echo. Oh, Echo! I love that movie. Um, Okay, so let's let's rate it. Flight of the Navigator, classic. Are we past it? It's a huge classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. We make it. Want to show my kids? Want to show your kids. All right. Speaking of kids, next week's episode is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. We will enjoy it, I'm sure. And then we'll talk about it next week when, Kendon, what will we be? We'll be back.